0: Get them back. It's not mine. Now I have a machine gun. Oh. 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 Welcome to Rock!
1: So
2: whatever you say, it's all fine by me And who the fuck anyway wants a Christmas tree Cause the snow keeps on falling
3: Even though we were bad It'll cover the field
0: We should both just be glad And
4: Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com, home of all the great podcasts, or if you're just listening on any other podcatcher, just greatly appreciate it if you can hear my voice and you're a friend of mine. All right, so yes, it is Christmas time once again, and I'm just going to say right up front here. By the way, opening the show, I uh, did another cold open for the sake of time. You heard uh, a song that i played on a previous Rock Strikes 10 Christmas show, and that was the Christmas duel between The Hives and Cyndi Lauper. Really great track. Nobody talks about it. I never see it go viral, but it should because it's really awesome. So that being said, that was played on a previous show. What we're doing here on the show tonight for the Christmas show, since I'm wrapping up the entire decade doing the... Wrapping up the deaths, going through the odds and ends, and I'm going to have a big show at the beginning of the year that I won't mention just yet on the show, but you probably know what it is already. So, decided to do the best of the Christmas songs of Rock Strikes 10 for this decade. So, I noticed going through the tracks for all of these episodes over the years, and I went through them all, I noticed that my excitement and overall fun factor of your host here, Joey, dropped off quite a bit as the years went on in order to rectify that and right that wrong i decided definitely was time to bring back a favorite of the show here my better half nola nola after that long-winded intro welcome back to rock strikes 10 hey
5: everybody it's uh it's good to be back it's been a while since i was on a show so merry christmas
4: yes happy holidays but yes, thank you for coming on and and bringing some much-needed energy to our annual Christmas show here, Nolan.
5: Some some Christmas cheer.
4: Yeah, you are you are the Christmas cheer. You are the funnies. I am the coupons. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> our relationship in a nutshell, right there. So, all right, so this is going well. So. What we're doing here, we are going to do our traditional two for at the end of the year. Longtime friends of the show, you know what's coming up around the bend. But like I said, we are going to play four and four, our personal favorite Christmas songs of all of Ruck Strikes 10 from this decade. So I gave Nola four songs to pick. I picked four songs. I already got one of mine out the way. So we're going to do one of your picks now, Nola. And we'll just also just get into some general talk in between these songs. But let's get back into some more music since I've been talking a whole lot. So, what are we playing here for your first pick, Nola?
5: So, for my first pick, we're going to go with one of my favorite bands, Close to My Heart, Close to the City That I Live, the always fun, always upbeat, always energetic, Bowling for Soup.
4: All right, and what are they going to be playing here?
5: They're going to be playing the ever-popular Ramones cover of Merry Christmas, Baby, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight.
3: Merry Christmas I don't want to fight tonight with.
4: All right. Great choice there, Nola. That was Denton Zone bowling for soup. Yes, Denton, Texas is a little town that's in the vicinity of DFW. Yeah, it's a big town now. Like it's blown the fuck up in the last decade. It's like kind of the new Austin. People are trying to make it the new Austin, I guess. So hipsters live out there now. Well, uh, it's
5: it's a big college town. Yeah. Um
4: Jason yeah. Lee lives there now. <laughs> that's a big deal. No. He's invested a lot into the town, apparently. So, yeah, yeah, I
5: mean, it's it's very up-and-coming. It's very shiny and... I don't want to say new, because, I mean, <laughs> it, it is an old town. Yeah, it's old. Like, everything junior? in Texas, but it's new old.
4: Yeah, it used to just be the University of North Texas, and they're like, okay... And a Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah, 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 basically. And we passed by it on the way to your grandma's and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but Yeah, you can definitely see when we drive through it now, it's like, oh, it's not as old-looking as it used to be, so... Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Bowling for Soup, Denton's Finest, I will still say the best band currently in Denton, Texas, because for a while they were definitely neck and neck with the Riverboat Gamblers, but speaking of Austin, they live in Austin now, so now they don't count in the the Denton, Texas argument. That all being said, great choice. That's from one of their way out of print holiday records. I think they have two of them out, so I'm not sure which volume it's on. I don't have it in front of me, but hey, it's Christmas, so I'm not going to work too freaking hard. That's why I have Nola on, she's programming half the show here. <laughs> so alright, so we're having fun here and I uh, hope you're having fun out there as well. I know that uh, it can be a stressful time of year, and uh, man, the shops, and you know, I, I'm still working retail, this should not be the same story by this time next year, but uh, yeah, it, it's the grind is a bit much. And uh, I'm glad that you're in a better position in life right now, Nola, to where Christmas doesn't suck as much as it used to. So I would thank professionally at least.
5: Yeah, um, it's definitely a little calmer, a little quieter where I am now versus where I was two Christmases ago. Wow. Oh. Uh, last Christmas was my first Christmas at my new place, um, but I mean, it's still it's still customer service and it's still retail and it's it's still good most of the time
0: yeah that's
4: good so i do try to find some funny stuff to play on the show here for those of you that might be listening while you're out there losing your mind trying to shop so let's lighten the mood even more so not that we haven't been doing that already but let's go straight up comedy uh with the great mojo nixon one of the great comedy rock guys of all time or even comedy country rock kind of more so in that vein but he's a true outlaw and we love him not just for Elvis is everywhere, although that doesn't hurt. Uh, but this has proven to be one of my favorite Christmas songs every year. And it's a kind of a cover slash parody of the Kingsman's Louie Louie. So this is Mojo Nixon with Christmas Christmas.
1: Yeah. Jingle bells, jingle bells, shotgun shells. Hey! Everybody, it's Christmas time! Let's all party! <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Watching It's a Wonderful Life on TV with your mom. She said, hey, Mojo, where's the mistletoe? Then I took off my shoes. She started sucking on my toes. Christmas, Christmas. Oh, yeah. I got to go.
4: All right, there you go. I did two takes of that intro uh, prior to the song because I was trying to sing the song, and she told me I sounded like a robot. So I, I edited it off the show. But you know, yeah. So I was like, oh, but I was like, I guess I sing at Christmas, Christmas. So I was like, I couldn't even go with like the better off dead, you know, Christmas, Christmas. Huh, thank you, thank You're you welcome. for that generous laughter there. <laughs> Oh, I am bombing today. Okay. But, well, yeah.
5: it's, it's like when I listen to comedy things on the iPod or on Sirius, and they're like, and this is what it looks like, and I'm like, really? <laughs> Visuals. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> yeah. these non-visuals during this auditory experience. Yeah, it's great
4: radio. Yep. So.
5: So all y'all need to go watch Better Off Dead and find <laughs> yeah. find the scene that Joey's talking about.
4: Yes. Yeah, I've got tons of unconventional Christmas recommendations. TV show episodes, movies, all that stuff. Of course, we opened with everybody's favorite Christmas movie, Die Hard. So, there's that. So, that's another one on the list there. I usually alternate between Die Hard 1 and 2 every Christmas, just to not burn it out, you know? Maybe we'll do both this year. Why not, right?
5: Yeah, who cares? Yes.
4: There's not a lot of love for Die Hard 2, but Die Hard 2 is great. It's not as good, but as sequels go. There's some sequels that are better than the original. Not too friggin' many, but, uh... Yeah, it's a, it's a very respectable sequel. And you have to go bigger, of course. So. Alright, well, die-hard talk aside. We could do that all night, I'm sure. But, uh, let's get into the next
5: song. So my next pick is from... Everything I pick is from a band that I love. And that's why I picked them. Oh, well, yeah. So you're Makes just, sense. So you're just gonna have to hear me say that three more times, two more times. Sure. Uh, regardless, I... I don't think I would ever get sick of this band.
4: Yeah, they're they're, they're kind of your go-to uh, on the on the record player too, like on the vinyl player in the, in the living room there. So yeah. I, I understand that this is definitely one of your favorite bands, and I, I'm a big yeah. fan as well.
5: Yeah, you know, there's there's something for every mood and for every time, and Christmas time is no exception. Uh, I believe this was an online-only exclusive something weird track off iTunes when that was a thing who knows sure (laughs) who knows it showed up on my iPod and I went thank you Santa (laughs) nice so uh we're just gonna get into it this is gonna be Weezer with Christmas Celebration
4: choice, Nola. Weezer with Christmas Celebration. You can find that online somewhere. Buy it legally if you can, because that's always better. You will appreciate it, and they will too. So, yeah, good choice. And It's hard to come up with an original Christmas song, I would think. You know, I was thinking about this on the way home last night, actually, because one of the original songs, for instance, a song like this would come up on the iPod or something on the shuffle, and I'd be like, yeah, you know... I thought about the bands that haven't done their own Christmas songs. Like, as, as much as, like, a good, for example, is Kiss. Kiss gets trashed a lot for their commercialism and stuff like that, and hucksterism, like, how have they not written a Christmas song? Maybe it's the, the Jewish thing or half-Jewish thing, I guess. But I
5: was gonna say it's probably
4: that, that they didn't
5: celebrate Christmas. Yeah.
4: Well, why not do, like, a Happy Holidays? Like, they could really have why these... Why hasn't
5: Gene made eight different Hanukkah songs <laughs> right? and oh, released man. them one each night
4: yeah like they could have they could or they could have released a new song every not just a christmas song but like have a new song out like eight days in a row like that have been their little nudge yeah. nudge to it man that's brilliant right there you're we're in the wrong business <laughs> but not, they could have had the happy holiday song of all time i think and they just never did so there's a lot of bands that get trash for being commercial but they don't have christmas music out that's something to be said i would think and I, I'm glad you. I'm glad you kind of went down that road with me on the, on the Jewish thing. We did not set this up in advance. But I was actually just talking about this at work yesterday, and I have for years, ever since uh, before I even had this stupid job, and I had that temp job working at the hotel where they were.
5: Before this stupid job, you were at yeah. a different stupid job. <laughs>
4: yeah, different stupid job. So I mean, I got really sick of the Jackson Five Christmas songs. Not that I ever really loved them in the first place, but and of course nowadays it doesn't make it any easier, but. Man, I thought about this like how successful those songs were. And I know, if you know anything about the Jacksons, you know for a fact, day one, hardcore Jehovah's Witnesses. So, that being said, there's the obvious elephant in the room there. Okay, it's just a money thing now, isn't it? Because this shouldn't even be a thing. I should not be bothered by Jackson 5 Christmas songs. They never should have put them out in the first place because I know some Jehovah's Witnesses. You might have known some too in your mm-hmm. lifetime and those of you out there listening. Not not hating. I equally dislike all religions. So that being said, is there anybody less about Christmas <laughs> than the Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses? I mean, they do not no songs, no day, just it's another day. So, Jackson 5 thing shouldn't exist. That's basically what I'm getting at, is it? Yeah. They could have saved me a bunch of grief.
5: So, just to bring this back to the kiss thing. Okay the kiss coffin exists because everyone will eventually die yes but the christmas songs don't exist because they don't do christmas perhaps okay they're like not everybody does christmas so that's why we don't have a christmas song yes maybe that's their thinking i don't know everybody dies so we need a coffin But not everybody does Christmas. We don't want to exclude anyone.
4: I mean, I know that, like, you know, as far as I know, I know definitely Paul and Jean celebrate Christmas with their families. They don't leave, they're they're not like assholes. They don't leave them out of Christmas. That's just, you just kind of have to evolve the thought and just make it a day of celebration. Don't make it about any kind of stupid tradition from some dusty old book. Anyway.
5: Make it your own tradition. (laughs)
4: Exactly. Yeah. All right. (laughs) So, uh, let me ask you this, Nola.
5: Okay.
4: I'm talking about Jackson 5 and it's like kid stuff and all that, and... Do you remember or did you have like an early memory of like Christmas music like when you're first being conscious like what was the first you have like anything like that the first kind of Christmas music you responded to was it just like TV special music or was it what was it I never asked you this I
5: I don't think I liked any kind of Christmas music until probably about like ninth or 10th grade okay um, I mean I enjoyed it I was a child And I enjoyed Christmas So yeah. I liked Christmas music But I sure. could also Not listen to it And you know In elementary school There was always like Each grade had to do Whatever Christmas yeah. songs And I'm like All Yeah right, music okay.
4: classes And stuff Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. so, so
5: I'm like Yeah okay that's fine but I mean the one Christmas album that like my family really does and cares about and listens to is the MU three three O Christmas album. <laughs> nice. It it somehow made its way into our house and we yeah. listen to it every year and
4: I'm assuming one of your brothers is the, oh, one of the Ross, ones that implemented that. Ross name.
5: definitely brought this in. Okay. Somehow it just earwormed into mom's brain and and I mean we all love it. Yeah.
4: I, I love how Ross like I view Ross as like man of the earth Americana traditional country. Sometimes I still cannot picture him as a ska punk fan. I just can't. And I but I, I love
5: have the, I have the pictures to prove it. I was
4: like I love that you have all this proof, by the way. So I mean, and, and as long as he never fully turned his back, I, I'm not sure.
5: Oh no, but no, he, he he hadn't. Like if,
4: if they played here tomorrow and it was he was in town, y'all would both go probably. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Just as.
5: Depends on where it's at.
4: <laughs> Got you even did too much driving. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
5: Not, I was like, mm, I'm not going to club data. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, no, but, I'm not
5: going to go see him at Verizon sellouts. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so I mean, probably.
4: Yeah, but mm. I, I set you up with all that because I was going to talk about the first Christmas music that I ever responded to, and much like anything else in my life, like pop culture
5: wise. So you were like three.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Whether it was television or film or music. The answer is always the same. It's the Muppets. The Muppet Show. So, even though I am not even remotely like a fan of like John Denver, it's technically the John Denver and the Muppets Christmas album. Now, the nice thing about that is, is that John Denver is not on every song. So, easily, my favorite song on the record has and always will be the cover of the Beach Boys' Little St. Nick featuring Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. So I am playing it on the show again because it's always going to be one of my all-time, probably top ten favorite Christmas songs easily. So here you go. right there you go my first favorite band of all time dr teeth and electric mayhem so even when i hear the beach boys version which i love or if even if i hear like the she and him version now at the store and whatever you know every time in my brain i just yell run run reindeer manically in my head at the same time that animal always does you definitely
5: need to do that out loud
4: (laughs) right right now No. no oh when you
5: hear it when yeah, you hear I are at the store.
4: Yeah, I don't... I mean, I'm weird enough at work, but I can always stand to be yeah. a little bit more yeah, off What are they going to do? Yeah, fire me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you know, I'm so good at what I do at, at my job that every year, or yeah, pretty much every year, they reassign people to different sections. And for like five years running now, I've worked the same section. Because <laughs> I've always just been like, no, I like doing it. And I'm really good at it. And... Every store and every location of this store ever, I never say where I work on the air, but every store, all throughout the land, everybody gets reassigned year by year. I, I probably have set a record now at this point, point. I love that, because it's like... You just I,
5: refuse to go to a different section.
4: In a sense, yeah. I might have threatened quitting a few times here and there if it ever <laughs> even gets brought up at all. But You'll
5: add a section, but you will not let your section get taken away.
4: Pretty much. I have become irreplaceable in my section. I'm pretty proud of that, actually, in the fact that I, I've built my brand on this side of the store, basically. <laughs> so when I go pro and go solo in the future, it'll be nice. Anyway, all right, so let's move on here to your next pick.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Nola, what do you have for me? And more importantly, what do you have for the friends of the show out there?
5: All right, so for my next pick, it's a guy that I've always kind of dug. I like his solo stuff. I like his orchestra stuff
4: oh i know where this is then we, uh, we've seen this act live we
5: have seen this act live um and in a
4: christmas setting
5: yes i i enjoy his christmas stuff immensely i think it's a great little niche for him um i enjoy his non-christmas stuff just as much it always puts me in a good mood and it's the brian setzer orchestra with Rockin' around the christmas tree
2: around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop A mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop Rocking around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring Later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling You will get a sentimental feeling when you hear voices singing, let's be jolly, deck the halls with boughs of holly, rocking around the Christmas tree. have a happy holiday, everyone dancing merrily in the new old-fashioned way.
4: christmas tree brian Setzer orchestra like uh, nola said and we were talking about that we saw him do that one live i'm pretty sure he had that in the set list i would hope so yeah so by the way if you ever do go see and hopefully you will be able to go see the brian Setzer orchestra in the future whether it's a christmas show or not but traditionally he does tour pretty hot during the christmas season which makes sense he actually had to cancel this tour This year, very sad. Uh, He came down with a severe case of tinnitus, according to reports. So we dedicate that one to Brian Setzer in hopes of a quick recovery. Tinnitus is interesting because you never fully recover from it. You can manage it, and you can still perform. I know, like the most famous case of tinnitus in music is Jeff Beck. He still plays shows. So I have a firm belief of, of positivity that Brian Setzer will be back on the road. And I'm sure as soon as possible for him as well. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get well, soon, Brian. <laughs> great showman. Great, one of the great guitar players, too. People, I think there's, in his circle, he is not underrated. But outside of his circle, he is a massively underrated guitar player. So, all right. And let's move on. Uh, this is a song I played a few years ago on the show. Like Once again, we're doing the best of the Christmas shows of... Rock strikes ten.
5: The tracks of Christmas shows past.
4: Oh yeah! The, hey, there you go. Ooh. You just titled the episode. Thank you. You're well, welcome. Saves me a good fifteen minutes this week in editing. <laughs> so you're just
5: Winnie the Pooh. Think, think, yeah. think. I pretty
4: much have to Winnie, do that. Can you figure it out? Like, unless I say it <laughs> while I, you know, while I'm listening to the show, and I, I was like, "Hey, that's what it is." They used to be a lot more clever, cleverer than what I put out now.
5: More clevery.
4: Yes. Uh, So yeah, let's get into my last official pick of this 4x4 before we get to our traditional twofer that we do every year, and that also makes it easier in post. (laughs) That's why we do cold opens now a lot of the times. Alright, so... Uh, one of my favorite bands, and a, a band that's still active, if they come to your town, I've said it a million times, but go see them live. One of the best live bands you'll ever see is a band called Fishbone, and I have the weirdest memory of this song, the first time I heard it. I don't think I've ever told you this. This is bizarre.
5: I'm sure you've told me.
4: Probably. I've told you every <laughs> story. I, I've told her every story like times a hundred times apiece. I don't
5: understand her. how I got through all your stories in only five years of marriage.
4: Yeah, I yeah, know. It's, it's ridiculous. It's dumb, actually. <laughs> so I remember back in the day, back in my day when I was eight years old. Okay. So like the first year I ever had MTV was in 1987. That was the first year we finally got cable. And they, it was the first time I got to see like the Video Music Awards live, which, or what which they call the VMAs now because it's really not about the videos anymore. But I specifically remembered that there was a handful of times during the show where they would just... Either premiere a video or like show a one-off video. I don't know what kind of label finagling this took, but they didn't really do it after this year. So I think they only did it for the first three or four years of the existence of the show. But I specifically remember this video premiered during a Video Music Awards telecast, and it's really weird because from the source of the idea of the song, they they kind of did the Forrest Gump thing that became popular later on, or the Buddy Holly Weezer video thing. Where they take the old footage and they put the band in the in the old footage. But then they match the performance clip up to the cinematography of It's a Wonderful Life. So Fishbone's video for It's a Wonderful Life. Which is a complete like narrative of the film. So it makes sense that I play it here on a Christmas show. So that all being said, go watch the video. It's really neat. And it's way ahead of its time. Uh, but just as a song on its own, it works. It rocks. So turn it up as loud as you can. It's Fishbone. It's a Wonderful Life. all right there you go fishbone it's a wonderful life we're gonna get to nola's pick because nola's getting really tired
5: <laughs> i don't know so i really do love coming on this show like i love spending time with joey i don't know why he keeps saying that like this room is so hot i'm currently like i have my socks on i've got a fuzzy blanket around me like of yeah, the wrestling
4: you've heard on the show has been the fuzzy blanket <laughs> which is fine it's, it's very festive <laughs> <laughs> yes
5: i hope it sounds like snow yeah it should
4: um, or risotto, actually.
5: Yes, risotto. <laughs> risotto snow. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. But yeah, I'm I'm like all bundled up in here, like my toes are still cold and I'm when I get cold I start yawning and Joey's just <laughs> like Whoa, sorry I'm boring you and I'm like you're not <laughs> she
4: like yawned five times. I mean I can go on, I get it. So was, But no, it's
5: not that. I am I am very chilly. Yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time. That's right? fine.
4: I know I'm only like quasi boring, so not all the way boring. Alright, so let's get to your last pick and we'll get to that twofer and we'll get the hell out of here. (laughs) What do you got next, Nola? What's your last official pick for the night?
5: So, my last official pick for the night is a Christmas staple in our house. I don't know what else to say other than we're going to play the Kinks and we're going to play Father Christmas.
4: Yeah, let's do it and we'll talk about it a little more when we come back. Alright.
0: Stocking with Christmas Open my presents and I'd be glad But the last time I played Father Christmas I stood outside a department store A gang of kids came over
1: money, we got no time for your silly toys, Father Christmas, please hand it over, we'll beat you up so don't make us noise.
4: kinks father christmas a classic why not it's a great pick Nola. Uh, the other reason i like it so much is uh, i always look to the kinks as really being one of the predominant working class bands of all time like they're almost too working class for their own good like they never got too popular almost because of it i think they didn't embrace all the uh, the shallowness that comes with rock, and even if they did, they still can't forget where they came from. I mean, even in the 70s when they had a little bit of money, they were always talking about working class stuff and albums like Low Budget and stuff like that. But Father Christmas is great because it's just a complete trashing of the upper upper class, the rich people, and all that kind of stuff. So,
5: Which is exactly what we should be doing currently. Yeah, yeah. In this climate, yeah, if you... To know our political leanings.
4: Oh, sure. No, I, I think people usually <laughs> could read between the lines on these shows yeah. for sure. No, it's cool. Uh, probably the first real punk rock Christmas song, too. So it's great for that reason, also. So great choice. Great, great choice, sweetie. Thank All right. You. So let's go ahead and uh, get into the uh, traditional twofer that we do here every year. And these are. Uh, I these know are our f- faves. Yeah, I mean, I. It's not Christmas to me. Over, oh, You know, I, I noticed that I started this the first year of the show. I thought it was a few years after the fact, but going back, looking at the list, I did do... I did a two-part... I'll show you how much I loved doing <laughs> the Christmas shows in year one. I did a two-part Christmas episode in year one. I've never done that since. But on part two of the first year, I played these two songs... And I actually didn't repeat that twofer until like a couple of years after that. But ever since then, it's basically become one of the few traditions we have here on Rock Strikes 10. And to me, it's not Christmas until I hear these two songs. That's just the way it is for me now. Maybe some friends of the show, it might be that way for you too. So I can't let any of us down here. And we still love them, and that's why we continue to play them. So take it away, Nola. What is our twofer to close for the night?
5: As always, we're going to start off with the Donna's with our absolute favorite Christmas wrapping, then, following up with Joey Ramone. It's Christmas, baby, please come home. <laughs>
1: The with
0: Things that I.
2: Uh.
4: your presents either all wrapped up or unwrapped at this point listening to those two songs or even just driving home from a successful outing of present buying or maybe from the soup kitchen or whatever your journey is that was our traditional rock strikes 10 christmas holiday twofer starts off with the donnas doing their cover of the waitress's christmas wrapping that is my favorite cover of that song probably my just favorite overall version of the song as good as the original is and you can find tons of covers of that Spice Girls, Spring to Mind.
5: Miranda Cosgrove. Miranda
4: Cosgrove did it. I'm sure some other people have done it. It's always a female girl-powered kind of anthem, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm... sardonic enough for the Donna's to do it, for sure.
5: <laughs> I mean, I would be interested in hearing a gender swap of it.
4: Sure, why not? That'd be kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, well, of course, one of our faves. And then closing off with... Uh, originally performed by Darlene Love if I'm not mistaken if if she didn't originally perform it she owns the song I mean my god did it on Letterman every year for the longest time I think she does it on The View now it's just not the same but Darlene Love's Christmas Baby Please Come Home that's Joey Ramone and like this rock and roll orchestra of like nine guitar players. It's like an ELO session. It's like nine guys on the guitar. So
5: nine guitar players.
4: Like three drummers.
5: Well, you got to go in order. Oh,
4: yeah. <laughs> Eight engineers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, seven background singers. Mm-hmm. I think Darlene and Ronnie Spector are both there in the background. And Jesse Mallon's in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's it's it's. I would love to have been in the room for that one because it just sounds like just the best. And it makes me think of Joey, so I get a little sad and I get a little happy at the same time. Uh, but yeah, there were certain performances of Darlene doing that on Letterman where I kind of got a little like, "Oh, I'm okay, I'm fine, <laughs> yeah, this is fine." Uh, especially the last one. The last one was rough because I knew it was ending, you know. So, yeah. but yeah, there you go. Now it is officially Christmas here uh, in our household for sure, mm-hmm. and nola i want to thank you for coming on the show because this was way more fun than the one i did last year by a (laughs) mile man i sounded i i think i even got some messages last year going you okay dude (laughs) so yeah no everything's all good yeah you really helped it this year so thanks for coming on i made i made fun of you being cold and yawning and stuff but i I i'm just well it's
5: because i'm freezing
4: yeah (laughs) so i'm gonna stop abusing my wife and we're gonna get her back on the couch and
5: (laughs) turn the heat up and get a cat and (laughs)
4: yes uh, all important things. So, thanks for coming on the show, Nola. I love you. You're my favorite thing in the whole world.
5: Oh, should I Yeah. I'm going to go lay under the tree uh, to remind you that I am the only present that you need.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What
5: do you get for the guy who married me because he has everything? <laughs> Nothing. You have everything. Yeah,
4: no. I know. To the point where I've been buying presents for myself, like, for the last three months. It's just been like, I've been selling shit and buying new vinyl box sets and stuff, so like really need not give me anything this year so i'm i feel very fortunate so just need a better job okay uh i said my next job is either going to be on the radio or listening to the radio all day so we'll see what happens one of the two i, I like to think big though so staying positive uh so that's me kind of putting it out there so so i am in a different position next year so yes everybody else like i said you're a friend of ours if you're listening to this show and hopefully, you're doing it on cnjradio.com. Home of all the episodes of Rock Strike Ten. We're also all the episodes are also on Spotify for those of you under forty. Yes, and everybody knows about the Spotify. If you've been listening lately. Uh, also, all the other podcasts on CNJ Radio are also on Spotify and on cnjradio.com, including the flagship, the Wrestling House Show. We got some new episodes coming around uh, sooner than later. Sorry, it's kind of been uh, not happening for the last few months, but man, it's been a weird year for wrestling. Uh, so.
5: It's been a great year for wrestling.
4: It's been great and weird, and we can't even keep up, like, to the point where we're just watching all the time. We never get to podcast about it. It's the weirdest thing. Uh, but also, massive positive vibes, and this episode is also especially dedicated to our friend Randy Brown, who will just say, um, we hope you have a really good, positive holiday season, because you and Leah deserve it. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that, but it's especially dedicated to you guys. Uh, So, uh, yeah, check out. And and for Randy, definitely check out the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions here on cnjradio.com. I am positive he'll have some new episodes coming up here sooner than later. But he's only got like 100 plus episodes, so it's a good time to catch up on it. Listen to one a day. You'll be caught up in no time. Check out the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions. Also, Chris does The Last Theater, which uh, we wrapped up a big uh, Halloween spectacular a few months ago and chris does post new episodes as well if you see a new horror movie coming out he's probably got an episode out about it to let you know whether or not you should see it or not it's a great show and uh there you go last theater where cinemas trash is treated like treasure also talking rock with myself and the great mark Striegel. i'll say happy holidays to the Striegels as well uh mark and emily great people and uh yeah so massive massive extended happy holidays to all the Striegels. And while we're passing out holiday greetings, of course, the great Pete Larusa from I Am Vinyl. Pete pretty much runs that show at this point. I will be actually on a future episode coming up soon, so keep an eye out for that as well. But just stay subscribed and follow that podcast because it's good stuff. Sometimes I'll just go in there and track an album, but he always has an interesting angle to it, so uh, I won't spoil it, but every episode is different. Um, I really like the uh, 25 songs episodes. And uh, he does album-centric episodes, too. So I Am Vinyl Podcast. It's a great show. Speaking of Pete, last but not least, thank you to Pete and the now late Spacebeard they announced. They, they were going to hang it up officially just recently, but there's some great music out there for you to check out. There's still a Facebook page for him, so go check out facebook.com slash Spacebeard Band. Check out all their music on there. Tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. Uh, Pete's really cool about just making his music available. But if you would like to purchase something, please let them know. That would be a really cool thing. Quality, quality rock music for sure. And uh, another PPS, uh, whatever you want to call it. Anybody that has ever sent me a PM or told me that you were listening to this show, the list is long. I don't want to do that list because I know I will leave somebody out. I'm terrible. I got confirmed listens from, like, India and Australia and... Just a bunch of crazy stuff this year, and I need to mention all these people on the air, and I will do that at some point. I just didn't get around to doing a Thanksgiving episode, and that's what I was going to do with it. But for anybody that's ever written this show and said hello, and just that's everything to me. So you guys made my ear, in addition, uh, on a professional level. You know, Nola always makes my ear on a personal level. Yeah. Uh, but yes, thank you so much. You're a true friend of mine. Write anytime, I will respond. I'll tell you what, though. Man, that Messenger thing on Facebook on the phone is the worst. Like, for a actual page that you run. Like, the personal one's easy to access. For some reason, it is so hard for me to access the Messenger for Rock Strikes 10 on, on the phone. It's ridiculous. Anyway. But I will... If I don't respond right away, it's because I just don't see it yet. But I will respond, to you, So please write. It's
5: like, he does get on a proper computer. He does look at yeah. them. And then he always get He gets so excited. Yeah. It's, it's like he got a new new present at christmas yeah he'll come find me wherever he is i just got a listener from this place yeah it's really freaking cool guys so yeah please keep telling us that you're listening um we do love hearing that so thank you so much
4: and if you if you're thinking about that last minute christmas gift or a new year's eve gift as a late christmas present Rock Strikes 10 shirts, still available. I never...
5: Limited sizes.
4: <laughs> limited sizes, but I never wore that on the show. For some reason, I don't know why I always forget to do it, but since you're here and I know you helped with that a lot, the shirts are for sale. You get a free button. What What are we doing? 20 bucks with uh, shipping and everything, plus a free button? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, message me for that and I'll uh, get you over to Nola and she'll take care of you on that end. Nola, Nola sends out the shirts with care and love and it goes out real quick, so yeah feel free that'll be great concert ticket money uh i promise i won't spend it on the stadium tour okay let's get out of here and uh, once again thanks for coming on sweetie yep and we'll see everybody here on the next episode have fun
5: bye